you've saved, sacrificed, and invested for years. Now, you're no longer getting a paycheck from a job. So the big questions for retirement is this. How do you retire with enough income to live the lifestyle you always wanted without the fear of running out of money, going back to work, or becoming a burden on the people you love? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Patrick McNally, and welcome to Retirement Lifestyles. Hey, everybody. Patrick McNally here, your favorite advisor. want to welcome you to the Retirement Lifestyles podcast. And this show today is going to be about an article that I found recently talking about five expert tips for staying fit in retirement. And as you know, if you've heard any of my shows before, you know one of my favorite sayings is, in retirement, it's all about having the health, wealth, and freedom to leave your dream retirement. I believe that if you can keep your health, it's going to help you keep more of your wealth. And that will allow you to do the things in retirement that you want to do. So what I wanted to do on the show today is just walk through these five tips. And this is actually coming from a, an article in The Week and it was, let's see, it was written by Sarah Lindbergh. And it's a it's it's not relatively new. It's a couple of years old. But these tips are always are always solid. And um, for some reason, it just kind of caught my eye. And she says, obviously, it's no secret that regular exercise is good for the body and soul. You already know it can reduce the risk of developing certain health conditions, help you maintain your weight, and improve your mood. But staying fit is especially important for seniors, many of whom want to remain active well into their retirement years so they can keep doing all the things they love, like traveling or playing with the grandkids. But it can be difficult to know which exercise plan is right for you, especially if you're new to fitness or have specific health needs that might limit your range of activities. So she's going to list out um, five of these, and I'm just going to walk through each one. Um, on my live radio show, some of you haven't heard that because you're not, you don't live in Northern California, but on my live Saturday morning radio show, um, I do, I, I actually reserve an entire section called the, uh, or segment, if you will, called the health segment, where I'll bring on some, somebody local in town, maybe that owns a gym um, or some type of health or food or nutrition expert to talk about healthy living, diet and lifestyle in retirement. Because I truly believe that you want to keep, and I want to encourage you, that you want to keep your exercise up and your, you know, your healthy living lifestyle so that you can maximize this third um, section of your life. I mean, after all, you worked 30, 40, 50 years to get to this point. And now that you've hopefully got the financial aspect taken care of, you want to maintain the health so you can go do those things that you always wanted to do. The first thing that she mentions here is number one, get the green light. And what she means here is basically go get the blessing from your doctor before you start anything new, especially if you haven't worked out for a long time or, you know, it's basically that's it. If it's been a while since you worked out or if you're going to try something completely brand new. For example, I like CrossFit style workouts. They can be pretty vigorous, pretty high intensity type of training. However, there are other classes at my gym that are designed for the retiree in mind. In fact, at my gym, there's a, a workout called longevity and the workouts are, are higher intensity, but they're designed with the retiree in mind. And some things may seem silly, like sitting up and down from a chair. Well, do it with some weight. 
you know, so that reason that's called a squat. So things like that transfer over into your retirement lifestyle. You know, we all need to sit up and down from a chair, you know, do those types of things. So movement with some intensity can help you get in shape. However, if you've never done workouts like that, you want to talk to your doctor first and make sure that, you know, whatever's going on with you, um, that it's going to be safe to do so. Some of you may just need to go to the local, you know, what I call a globo gym or 24 hour fitness, the normal type of gym that you go to where um, you can walk in and hit the treadmill and they've got the weights and the different stations all set up. Usually a trainer on site if you have questions. Um, I like the CrossFit style workouts because I like a group atmosphere. I don't know, maybe there's something about suffering as a group, but that being said, you know, trying different things and whether it's working out or, you know, trying, you know, obviously trying something new, you want to get your blessing from your doctor. Number two is choose the right activity for your needs. Now she says before signing up for any class or workout program, make sure the workout is safe for you to do. She says programs specifically labeled as being for senior citizens should be fine. But if you're concerned, it's always a good idea to ask a lot of questions when talking with the trainer or instructor, as well as your doctor or healthcare provider. For example, if you got, you know, if you've got some stuff going on, maybe with the heart or you've had a couple of health, other health issues in the past, you want to mention those things to the instructor um, or obviously to your doctor. Um, but more so the gym instructor so that they know that maybe there's a workout or something coming up that may stress, you know, something too much and they can scale that workout or change it, adapt it to your needs to make sure that it continues to be safe for you. So don't ever be afraid to ask questions and, and make sure that you get all of the information. I'm an information junkie because I believe if you got all the facts, all of the information, you can make the best judgment call for you. So number three is find something that excites you. And she says, finding the exercise plan that fits your needs is just the beginning of your fitness journey. To make it sustainable, you'll need to come up with a strategy to stay motivated and stick to your plan. Remember, fitness is not a one-size-fits-all endeavor. And that's what I was kind of alluding to before when I talked about a CrossFit-style workout you know, that might not be right for you. Maybe the normal gym is right for you. Maybe just going on a walk every day, starting to create those disciplines where you just walk right out the front door and you go walk for 30 minutes and then come home. That's a great way to start, especially if you haven't, you know, been physically active for a long time. Or like I said, you've worked for 20, 30, 40 years. Maybe you were at a desk. I, I mean, I'm sitting at a desk. Um, and, and so maybe over that that long period, you became a little more sedentary and just didn't quite walk as much. Well, now's a great time to do it. Now you've got the time to do it. So making sure that you find something that you're going to enjoy um, is definitely, definitely a big, a big deal. I will say this too. There's, there's a lot of, um, this popped in my mind, pickleball. Have you heard of that sport? That thing is coming alive. Um, I hadn't seen or heard anything about pickleball since I was in elementary school. And all of a sudden, all of these clubs with tennis courts and things are converting their tennis courts to pickleball courts. Well, I went and played pickleball, and it is a blast. I love it. Uh, so it's something to definitely check out, especially if you were, were a tennis player in your past. But maybe you just kind of feel like the exertion on the knees or something like that is too much. Pickleball, it's kind of like it basically takes place in half of a tennis court. 
and it's kind of a cross between ping pong and tennis. It's super fun. Uh, you get a partner and you can play doubles and all that kind of thing. So definitely check out um, um, pickleball and some different sports like that. Number four, look for social opportunities to pair with exercise. She says the benefits of exercise go well beyond your physical health. Social interaction is a major factor when it comes to exercise. So if you can find a friend or spouse to join you in a program, you're going to be much more likely to stick with it long-term. That's a big deal right there. I oftentimes say, you know, working out 98% is just getting to the gym. You know, once you're there, you're going to do something. So it can be hard to create those disciplines, especially if you haven't done it in a while. So bringing a friend on board with you or a spouse, you know, if you're both retired, that is a great time to do something together, you know, encourage each other. Cause I can guarantee you one day you're not going to feel like working out and your spouse is going to help get you off the couch and get going. And then vice versa, your spouse isn't going to feel like working out and you're going to have some of those words of encouragement to be able to bring them on board. So find a partner, find a friend. It always makes things a lot better. And then finally, our fifth tip um, for fitness is monitor your progress. She says, consider using a fitness or activity tracker to record your steps, calories burned, and your heart rate. There's all kinds of these things today. Um, if, you're a, if you're an Apple fan like me, you could get an Apple Watch. There are different apps and things on our phones today that can track and monitor your steps. In fact, most phones, they, you don't even have to pay for anything. It, it comes on the phone, you know, some type of a fitness uh, tracker that can monitor how many steps per day. And then you can start creating goals. Maybe your goal is to walk 10,000 steps a day. Um, you would be really fit if you could make that goal, but at least learn to track things because the only way that you can make adjustments or see what type of progress that you're making is by tracking it. So monitor that progress. You guys, that's my show for today. want to definitely mix it up a little bit and bring you some of the different health tips along with investing tips. And you know, as always, if you want to check out what I do as the owner of Retirement Lifestyles Advisors, you can visit the website rlaplan.com. Check us out. There's some free tools on there for investing, things like that. You can also schedule a phone call with me by visiting talktopatrick.com. It's a free 30-minute phone call. We'd love to answer any questions that you have. Uh, take a look at your current retirement you know, planning your, your current situations. And um, if you've got any concerns or worries that are going on right now, would love to give you a second opinion. Visit talktopatrick.com. You'll find my online calendar and just find a day and a time that works for you. Thank you for tuning in today. And I wish you the best in retirement. If you got something good out of the show, make sure you rate it, give me a thumbs up, and hit subscribe so you never miss out. Also, share it with your friends. Be sure to find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. One more thing before you go. Remember that the information I talk about on this podcast is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but do not consider it as personalized investment advice and cannot be interpreted as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned. You need to visit with a professional advisor, tax, or legal counselor before implementing any of the strategies presented. My firm, Retirement Lifestyles Advisory Group, is registered as an investment advisor, and we only transact business in the states where we're properly registered to do so.